Welcome to the Kingstonian, a program that profiles individuals who are passionate about what they do for a living, about what organization they belong to, or simply passionate about the community they are a part of. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the program. My name is Dave Cunningham, and as our special guest today, we have Susan Zambonis. And Susan is the CEO of Habitat for Humanity here in town. Good morning, Dave. Thank you. We are going to talk about Habitat for Humanity. We're going to talk about the local affiliate and some of the exciting stuff that is happening right now. So let's start off by you giving us an idea of where the, now they call them affiliates. It's like a branch of Habitat for Humanity. Where does this affiliate fit into the national mix? Well, there are 56 affiliates across Canada, um, and we are one of, I think, 23 or 24 in Ontario. And we are considered a small uh, affiliate. We don't build an awful lot, although uh, we're working on changing that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> when most people think of Habitat for Humanity, they may have seen the commercial on television. More likely, they will have heard a news story about Jimmy Carter, the yes. uh, former president of the U.S., who was a big believer in Habitat. And even at the, I don't know if he still does it, but at the age of 91, 92, yeah. is still out there building houses for yeah. Habitat. So Jimmy Carter's our most famous volunteer. Right. Um, and he's actually going to be in Canada this year as part of the Jimmy and Rosalind Carter uh, work project. He's going, to, they're going to be in Edmonton, where they're building 75 houses, and um, Winnipeg, where they're building 25. And then our goal is to build at least, at least another 50 across Canada um, as part of the 150th celebration this year. Mm-hmm. So here in Kingston, we're hoping to build a duplex in North Kingston as part of the Jimmy Carter Work Project. Okay. Um, let's talk about the mission of the organization. Now, um, what is the purpose of Habitat for Humanity? How would you describe it? So uh, we've created a little sort of tagline here in Kingston that we partner with hardworking local families to build better futures through our unique home ownership program. So what makes us different is that, um, you know, we don't give away houses. um, But what we're doing is we're trying to help those families become homeowners that wouldn't otherwise be able to because we believe that Yes, everyone needs to be able to afford where they live. And for some people, that's affordable rentals. But there are some families that when they move to that affordable home ownership concept, um, they're building equity within their home. Um, they're, They're really going to change the path of their family's lives. And so that's what Habitat's all about. It's about affordable home ownership. There are some statistics that talk about what happens when people like that do move into their own house, too? Yeah, we have uh, a report that was completed by the Boston Consulting Group, as well as uh, CMHC, showing how our families' lives have changed compared to a similar demographic who don't live in habitat housing. Um, you know, the number of children that go on to post-secondary um, education, the health of their children, um, getting b- involved in activities outside of the the home. Um, and part of that's because they know how much their their mortgage payment's going to be because it's based on their income. Um, 
so it frees up some extra money for them. We're going to talk about the process of people getting uh, the opportunity to move into one of these houses a bit later on in the program. But right now, let's just talk about some of the facts related to that. So when uh, someone works with Habitat for Humanity, they don't have the money for a down payment, right? So they don't have to provide a down payment when they buy the house. There is uh, no interest loans, and the money that they contribute or they pay back with respect their mortgage payment as anyone who pays back a mortgage, that goes into a big pool. Yes. So what's, what makes Habitat different is that we have what's called a fund for humanity. So when families make their mortgage payment, that money has to be used to build more houses. So we can't use that to pay our electricity bill or for staff mm-hmm. or any of those sort of things. It has to go directly into building or serving more families, whether that's Um, You know, maybe we buy a house and renovate it, or maybe a house is donated and we Mm -hmm. renovate it. It's just, it's serving another family, putting another family into affordable affordable home ownership. So it it takes it from being a charity to being um, a pay it forward Mm -hmm. kind of program, right? Um, I know when I first got involved, we had families that didn't want to get involved because they thought they didn't want to be seen as taking charity. And that's not what this is about. This is an opportunity for them to purchase a house. And when what they do is they become one of our biggest sponsors by making their payments. They um, are contributing, in most cases, the most amount of money that we receive mm-hmm. um, to then build other houses. So they're helping the next family. Now, you sound very well informed about this whole process. (laughs) You've been in Kingston six or seven months, and you had moved here from PEI where you worked for Habitat there, correct? Yes. Your husband also works for Habitat. He does. Um, He's actually the restore manager um, for the Thousand Islands affiliate. So we're kind of competing with each other. We used to both work together in PEI. Um, He was the restore manager uh, that was downstairs our office was upstairs and we drove in together and we went in separate doors and we tried to stay away from each other during the day um so now we live in Gananoque and we commute in opposite directions uh going to work and usually at night I ask how the sales were at their store and tell them whether ours were better (laughs) (laughs) and ask them how many houses they're planning to build and what's going on a little bit of rivalry but Um, It helps that we both have the same passion, so it makes it easier to spend as much time doing habitat work as as we do. And also you are running into two different circles of people because you are in Brockville, or I'm sorry, you're in Kingston, he's in Brockville. Right. So you can exchange ideas that uh, come across your respective tables. Exactly. We talk about different uh, civic groups. We talk about, you know, um, businesses. He actually works with a company, met with somebody at a company um, who has an office in Brockville and Kingston. Come to find out that person's actually on our Kingston board of directors (laughs) and he knew her long before I did. So, um, you know, there's, there aren't six degrees of separation in uh, eastern Ontario. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about the process here. So it's rather coincident that we're sitting down and doing this conversation because you have a couple of nights planned to introduce the concept of getting involved with Habitat from a purchasing perspective. Describe to us that particular process. 
So we wanted to have some information nights um, so that people could understand the whole process. Um, you know, they don't just put their name forward and say, I want to get a Habitat house. Um, there's actually, um, you know, a fair amount of paperwork. Uh, they have to provide us with their financial background so that we can see that they actually can afford to buy a house. Um we need to meet with them and talk to them about uh, the sweat equity that they have to do because they're required to do 500 hours of volunteering with Habitat. Um, so it's to make sure that people understand and can decide if they want to put an application forward because we don't want people wasting their time filling out an application and they don't qualify in the least, mm -hmm. right? So... Um, this is to really help explain it to them. And then if they're prepared to make submit an application, then we can take it and review it from there. My understanding is, is that part of the vetting process has them sitting down with someone who is a specialist in the field to establish whether or not they have the regular cash flow to do this and not just you sitting down with them. Yes. So we have a committee that um, does the initial intake. Um, they require a um, credit check to be completed and we have somebody from a, a company who reviews those and provides some information back to us and then if necessary they actually meet with the family um, to go into more detail about their finances to help them understand whether they can afford this or not because it's it's a great idea that you want to buy a house, but it's hard work to be a homeowner and it's not cheap. You know, we think, oh, well, if you're just looking at your mortgage payment versus rent, you think, oh, well, that I can afford that. But it's the maintenance and it's the upkeep and it's, you know, your your hydro and your gas bill and all of those sort of things. And Families don't understand about water and sewer because that's included in their rent. So they yeah. never see that. So it's it's all of those sort of educational pieces that we need to do with the family to make sure that they understand. Now, the Kingston affiliate has uh, been around since 1994. Yes. Has uh, built houses for 14 families, I think, is the number. Yes. The plan this year is to build? plan this year is to, to build three houses. Um, we have a goal of building 12 houses by 2020, so that's three houses a year um, at least. So that was the little caveat that we put on our, our ideas, that we want to build at least 12 houses for families. And if we're able to ramp up and do more than that, then that's our goal. Would you build or, and renovate? We or could just do. Build? We could do either. Okay. Yeah, okay. as long as it's a, a an additional family that we're serving. So if we find a house that needs to be renovated, then we can do that. Part of the problem with renovating is you, you can sometimes get into, you know, same as anybody yeah. else. You get into the house Things and you, you see there's <laughs> you, there's more involved than you thought. It's sometimes easier to build right from the ground because you know exactly what what's going on. So if you're going to build right from the ground. Where do you get the property? Well, um, here in Kingston, we have been donated some land by the diocese, the Anglican diocese. Um, it's big enough that we're going to put three duplexes on it. So it's on County Street. That's where one of the places that we plan to build this year. Um, last year, we had land donated in Napanee. So the first thing we do is we go out and we try to find land to be donated. 
So that's usually talking to municipalities, things like that. The next thing we try to do is see if we can't find it for a discounted amount. Um, so that's maybe dealing with some of the banks that have taken back, um, you know, properties mm-hmm. through mortgage sale and things like that. And sometimes it's an individual who has some land and thinks, you know, they like what we do and they're willing to help out. Um, otherwise, we're just, you know, looking at the um, the ads in the paper and see what's for sale and go have a look at it. Let's talk money. Now, <laughs> we've referred to the ReStore a couple of times uh, during this particular program. For those people who live in the city of Kingston, they may be familiar with the ReStore location on Bath Road near Portsmouth Avenue, which is the old ReStore because Habitat for Humanity in Kingston Frontenac has a brand new ReStore and it's located at 607 Gardeners Road. So it's a nice big building. Um, it's about three times the size of our old um, store on Bath Road, but also it's also laid out better. So we have a receiving area where at the other store, you know, we'd have a lot of stuff outside or the minute it came in, it was on the floor. There was no place to actually process it to to fix things that needed to be fixed or really even clean them up as much as we should. So we have a great spot now. Um, and we're one of 99 restores across Canada. And the whole purpose behind the restore is to help our affiliate build houses. So they help with our overhead costs. Um, they help with paying for the lights and paying for the staff. And then any additional money we use to, to put right into the build program. What does the restore sell? The restore sells um, new and used uh, building materials, appliances, furniture, um, hardware, anything like that. The the biggest stream of materials that come in are from individuals. People just come in and they drop off things. They're renovating or um, they've got something and they just drop it off. We also get... Um, uh, contractors who will be doing a renovation for someone and we'll go and get their kitchen cabinets and anything else that we're able to use. But we also get some new items through, um, especially some of the bigger box stores, they will donate items. Um, a hardware line has changed. And so the the company will say, give it to Habitat instead of throwing it in the garbage, yeah. which is great because then we benefit from it, but the environment benefits just as much. So exactly, it's a great partnership for those people who may not be aware. The restore, the new restore, is on Gardner's Road now. If you know where Development Drive is, there is an Asian restaurant right on the corner, and the restore is right beside it. It used to be a mini mall, if I remember correctly, and there used to be the Kingston this week used to have an outlet inside that same mini mall. But you've got the whole mini mall. We've got the whole mall, and then we have our office on the north the north side of the building. So it's sort of one-stop shopping. You can go in. There's lots of parking. We had very little parking at our other store. It was a, it was a good location, um, but the building itself didn't suit our needs. And um, over at the, the new store, we've got lots of parking, although we're also a lot busier so the parking lot gets filled up pretty quick. Now why did you paint the building white? Um, 
I don't know. That was not my decision. I think it probably, uh, probably. Um, not that it matters to anyone. No, but, but it looks it looks good though, doesn't it? Right. And with the signage on the front, um, it really, it really catches your attention. That's right. And um, I imagine that's why somebody smarter than me made that's that decision. Right. <laughs> So we talked about the restore and the relationship between the money it generates and Habitat itself, but you also go after uh, cash money, I would assume, Yes. to uh, buy property or buy houses you want to renovate, but more likely right. to buy a property. As well, we need the money to actually build the houses because not everything gets donated. So we might get some things donated or we might get a discount on some materials, but we still have to have cash. It probably costs us about $80,000 or close to $100,000 in cash to actually build a house. So, um, you know, we're looking for individuals who want to support our program you know they can make donations online or at any of the events that we hold Um, we're going out to businesses and talking to them about coming out um, for build days and bringing their their team out and doing a team building day and making a donation to habitat Um, we're also looking at taking out some two by fours out to businesses and saying look you know would you like to sponsor a two by four have your staff decorate it paint it um you know when we did this in pei and we had somebody paint their two by four and it looked like where's waldo it was a great (laughs) idea right and then we use those two by fours in the construction of the homes um so there's lots of things that we've got planned and um yeah we're like everybody else it takes money to actually build the houses I think what some people would be interested in as well is the fact that any money that you raise stays here. Yes. None of it goes to a national organization. No, no. So we use our money to, to build our houses here in, in the Kingston and Limestone region. Um, we also have some partnerships with um, Habitat Canada. They raise money for the affiliates across Canada. So there may be some national sponsors that um, their money may come to us and they may come out for build days and things like that. Um, gravy. It's gravy. Exactly. We, If you look at my budget, it doesn't include any of that money because you can't count on that. So we're looking at trying to raise this what's needed on our own Mm -hmm. and anything else might mean an an additional family that we're able to serve. Good. We have just about run out of time on the program. I want to thank you very much for coming in today. I've enjoyed the conversation. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. This show is produced in collaboration with CFRC at Queen's University, Kingston, Ontario, with infrastructure support from Queen's Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Find more great podcasts at podcasts.cfrc.ca.